Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Speak the Truth Podcast. My name is Matt Tardio, and again, my co-host Robert Turkle is here in his porcelain form, bobbling his little head around, nodding and smiling and agreeing with everything that I have to say. Can't shut me down, can't stop me from getting this thing demonetized. Let's see what happens today, everybody. Well, topic of discussion is a text message that I got the other day. Text message from my brother. For those of you guys that don't know, which pretty much nobody does, I am from the great state of Oregon. Used to love it there growing up. It was a beautiful place to grow up. You know, we had the ocean, we had the mountains. Uh, if you go to Eastern Oregon, it's got a lot. Dude, the whole place is just great. The only hole around there is the Portland area. And then maybe once you started to get into like Tigard, Beaverton, Hillsborough. But ever since, you know, I left, you know, because I joined the Army in 03. Since I left that state, man, everything has just kind of spread out and gotten worse and worse. And it's like every time I went back home to visit... You know, I'd go back home like once a year. And when I get back home, it'd be like something else shows up that's like really crappy. And then something else pops up that's really crappy. And they just keep getting crappier and crappier over the years down in the city. I used to go downtown and like, you know, when I was like 17, 18 years old, whatever, with fake IDs. And I used to slam beers on top of parking garages. And we used to go to this like 18 plus club called Waterfront. We used to just like, and it wasn't that bad. There was every now and then you'd see like, you know, a homeless guy with a traffic cone on his arm, like shaking it at people with a shirt off, screaming in the middle of the night. But it wasn't that bad. It wasn't really that bad. And I'm saying that from a perspective as a guy that didn't grow up in Portland, but as a guy that grew up in a small town um, far away. And we, and we would go out there to have a good time, and it wasn't that bad. Now I look at it as an adult, and I don't even want to go down there and look at it. Like, it's absolutely disgusting. Two years ago, I went down there. Actually, no, it was last year. So last summer I go down there and, and everything, there's still a shit ton of buildings that are boarded up. There's still a shit ton of businesses that are shut down. There's like, everything has just gone to hell. And I and it didn't even dawn on me until my brother sends me this random photograph the other day, which is right here. This is a photograph of an Apple store. Beautiful looking inside. You're like, yeah, that's a big Apple store, downtown Portland. And then he sent me the following picture. It's just a big fence with Jersey barricades running all the way down the sidewalk. Didn't tell me what it was for. And I just stared at it. I'm like, what the hell is he sending this to me for? That fence and those Jersey barriers are to protect the Apple store. That's, that's, that's downtown. It's to protect the Apple store. He said that there's actually people posted up at the gates, like security guards, to make sure that homeless people don't come in and wreck the place. Right? And I'm assuming that I would assume that those gates probably went up around the, the time of the riot, but because they already paid for them, and they're like, well, hell, might as well keep the place nice because of the huge, massive homeless issue. And we talked about this before on the podcast where I think Charles and I might have to take a journey. Maybe all three of us will take a journey to go downtown Portland and just because I don't think Rob's, has Rob ever been there? I don't think he's ever been there. Probably just take him downtown Portland and show him, like, if he thought the furry convention was weird. Bro. Bro. So that's kind of what, what, what piqued my interest on this. And, and I was like, I wonder how bad it really is. It, like, it's it's got to be bad. But I, I didn't know how bad it was until I started researching. And I'm like, man, it's got to be like, it is just disgusting bad. Disgusting. I remember, like, the last time I was home, I was driving because I have family that lives in, like, the, the southern Washington state area. I have family that lives... Um, you know, south of Portland, uh, you know, I, I just have families strung all about over there. So I'm constantly driving around. The one thing I noticed is that, and people from Oregon, I guarantee you are going to drop in the comments and, and absolutely validate what I'm saying. But on every single flat piece of land along the highway between Washington State and Portland is graffiti and a tent. If it's flat and you can fit a tent there, there's homeless. And 
it's not just there either. I mean, like on the intersection junctions, just every, there's just homeless people everywhere. So that in itself will tell you that there's got to be an issue going on within that city. So I decided, let's look at who's running this city. Let's look at who's running it. Let's see what kind of support he has. Where'd he come from? What is he doing? And uh, let's go from there. Because, I mean, the city has just, it's gone downhill over time. But, I mean, it has really, really gone downhill. And we're about to talk about why. We're going to talk about where this gentleman came from. His name's Ted Wheeler. So we're going to start there. We're going to talk about Mayor Ted Wheeler. And I'm going to start off by telling you that the mayor of Portland makes $143,666 annually. That's his salary. And it's kind of funny that it's 666 at the end. I'm, not, I'm just saying, you know, maybe, maybe it's a sign. Ted Wheeler has been in office since January of 2017. He got elected into office. In Portland, there's no term limit, so you can just keep going in. That was his first year he was elected. He did some other stuff on budgetings for like counties and stuff like that around there. But ultimately, he comes in in 2017 into Portland and starts running that city. His background, Ted Wheeler, he um, has a very affluent family. So he comes from a rich family. And of that rich family, he got a slight inheritance. I don't know what it is, but he got a decent inheritance from that family. In 2012, he reported an income of $2.2 million. 2014, $1.5 million. He owns two properties, one worth $800,000 and another one worth $1.3 million. Like I said, his annual salary as mayor in Portland is $143,666. He has an estimated net worth of around $15 million. Now, some of that, like I said, came from his family. Other of it came from his politics over time, miscellaneous jobs that he's held, everything else he does. He, he is a well-educated man. He went to Harvard, um, and that is about where it ends. He was recently re-elected re in November of 2020. He was reelected right around the ending of the George Floyd riots. And when all those riots were going off, I think we all remember just the mass chaos from the city that was taking place. We saw buildings being burned, people being shot, people being beat, federal buildings under attack. We saw clashes of people from both sides. There was some extremism on both sides, no doubt. But even more so, we just saw general chaos within that city. And it, it seemed like that chaos just couldn't get under control. I went down there around the time of the riots and people were telling me, you know what? Like, if you go out there when the sun's up, you're okay. If you go out there when the sun's down, it's just going to be shit. And things are going to get broke. You're probably going to get a fight. You might get assaulted. Like, who knows? You know, like, who knows what's going to happen? So I took a journey downtown um, and what I saw absolutely amazed me. I saw buildings that were just boarded up. I saw just, just everything that I remember about that town had just turned to hell. I mean, in a very short period of time. Right after George Floyd happened, after the George Floyd riots and the federal buildings were under attack and people were getting murdered in the street, somebody had the ingenious idea, like the city council voted, and the Portland Police Bureau's budget was slashed by 15 million dollars. Everybody wants to talk about defunding the police. Well, Portland decided to do it to the tune of $15 million, and they're reaping the benefits of defunding their police force right now. I mean, they are really, really reaping the benefits of defunding their police force. Personally, knowing a couple officers on the police force, I mean, like over in Portland, it is just, it's not some place that they want to work. It's not some place that they want to respond to calls to service for it. And as a matter of fact, since they defunded the police, their 911 calls for service have gone up over 20%. Emergency call increase 
since they ripped $15 million out of the police budget. 20%. That is massive. That's a massive increase, especially when you're, you know, slashing the budget. So now we have this huge rise for need and no cops to be able to take care of it. I remember seeing like a while ago, I saw a documentary on, I want to say it was Chicago, where somebody was shot in the street. And this is where Portland's heading. Portland's heading down that Chicago route. I saw a documentary where a guy was shot in the street, laying there, dead. A lady called 911, and no cops showed up for like a day. Like, there's just a dead guy laying in the street. And when the cops finally showed up, it was one unit. He took a couple pictures, literally picked the body up, and put it in his trunk and drove away. Can't make this crap up, ladies and gentlemen. And that's, that's Chicago, right? Like, that is a horrible rant city. And, and, and Portland is well on its way. Mind-numbing. Let's dive a little bit deeper into what they have going on. The police force there is so unappreciated, right? Now, I want you to picture all the stuff that they put up with George Floyd. I want you to picture what's going on with all this homeless population. And we're going to talk about the amount of money that Portland is pumping into the homeless population, attempting to solve the problem. And, I, and like, I don't know, Charles, but how much money do you think a city like that should spend in a year trying to correct a home? Like, if you wanted, Charles, if you were president and you wanted to correct the homeless population, and like, or I'm sorry, you're the mayor and you wanted to correct the homeless population, what do you think a very high figure would be to fix a homeless population for a city the size of Portland? So you think $60 million would solve it? I mean, it would, it would drastically help. Oh, I want you to hold on that figure in your mind, ladies and gentlemen. $60 million, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of money. We're about to talk about how much money has been spent on there, but first we're going to talk about the cops. June of 2021, the Portland Police Bureau Rapid Response Team. The Rapid Response Team um, was basically designed to quell the riots. So if a riot happens, if something pops on, it was like a 50-officer response unit to go and, con- and contain. They weren't even really intervening. They were containing. And then when they, when they get assaulted or they, they try to push the crowd back or whatever, these guys and gals of the PPB all resigned from that unit. They didn't resign from their job as cops. They were just like, you know what? The juice isn't worth the squeeze because some freaking liberal decided to indict an officer that was defending himself. Fact. And the entire, the entire response team was like, fuck this, I am out. Well, the $15 million that they took away in, uh, in 2020 um, quickly got reversed. They, they learned real fast that that screwed the city up. So what'd they do? 2021, Portland City decided that it was going to pass a new budget and give $5 million of those dollars back to the Portland Police Bureau. That's a pretty decent amount of money to give back. Like, so, you know, they took a third of what they took away and they gave it back. If they had just given that money to the Bureau and were like, do what you want with it, fix the problem. I think we would all agree that that would be a move forward in the right direction. Unfortunately, that's not what happened. I would have liked that too, what happened. That's not what happened. They put a bunch of stipulations in that money that they ended up giving back. They put a bunch of stipulations in that money. So the $5 million. Wouldn't you like to know what they directed the PPB to do with $5 million? First stipulation is they're going to, by the year 2024, use that money to hire 100 community safety officer specialists. Now, they had a small test pool of these guys going on, like running around a little district. These are or not cops. All right. But they respond to nonviolent calls for service. You know, things that maybe they can just take a report on or it, it in the city's own terms, mental health crises and things like that. Maybe respond with people and like other amount of that money is going to go to establishing a police academy. That's actually a good thing, right? Establishing a police academy. Like I, I don't know how for the life of me, an agency that size didn't have its own police academy and they were outsourcing that and they were sending them down to my knowledge. If I remember right from a conversation I had, it's down in like Southern Oregon somewhere. Cost a shit. 
ton of money. I don't know why they would want to do that. Yeah, open your own police academy. That within itself, God only knows how much that would cost. But that's coming out of that $5 million. So I can only imagine the best equipment for the PPB will be allowed to train their new officers. And I say that because $2.7 million of that $5 million is going to go into buying body cams. I personally like body cams. I think body cams are a good thing, and, I th- and not just for an accountability perspective, but also because it dispels all the BS. There's a lot of times when you're dealing with like drunk, stupid people, people high on drugs, whatever, and a body cam doesn't lie. Now, there is some downplay to body cam, or there's some downfall to body cam, right? Body cam look through, through a fish eye, okay? So everything that officer's seeing as they turn their head left and right, their personal feelings, everything that's happening around them is not necessarily portrayed on a body cam, but it is a good start. Unfortunately, I think that in a city like Portland, if it's not captured on the body camera, it's going to be used to the suspect's benefit. I I thoroughly believe that. So the officer's statements now are probably going to get thrown out of the window. And if you're a cop in Portland and I hit the nail on the head here, let me know. But it sounds like if it's not captured, what I would think is if it's not captured on camera, that they're just going to throw shit out because they're spending... $2.7 million on body cams. It's insane. But hey, light at the end of the tunnel, they're bringing back 200 cops. Pretty good number. So they plan on rehiring 200 cops. So they're going to bring back more cops. I I don't know how they they plan on making all of this happen. With the money that they have, I don't know how they they plan on fitting all this into that tiny little budget of $5 million. But don't worry, because there's also an earmark in there for $400,000 to hire an independent consultant to review police procedure on how to control crowds. Yep, cops that weren't even allowed to control crowds. A city that was allowed to run rampant. A team that decided it was just going to disband itself because it didn't want to deal with the political BS that's going on with Mayor Wheeler in that town. $400,000 for an independent consultant to review police procedure on how to control crowds. That's money well spent. Charles, do you remember that figure you gave me? How much was it? $60 million to get the to get the homeless population under control. $60 million. That sounds like a good round figure to tackle a homeless problem. So I looked at homeless estimates because they're all estimates in the city of Portland, right? Like you got to estimate how many people are in the streets. Now, here's like a, a little quick video clip of... A guy just driving around and showing you all these homeless camps. All right. You can see there is a metric ton. There's tent cities. There's actually little homeless, like little homeless housing units. I mean, there's just drunk people passed on this. Like there is everything. So anyways, they estimate it. I found numbers between three to 5,000 people, three to 5,000 for a homeless population in Portland. Portland's actually, Portland proper is not that big like the suburbs of it. And like, once you start stretching out, it gets a little bit bigger, but where the bulk of the homeless is, it's a lot of homeless people. Like you, you put 5,000 people on the street and tell them to find a place to sleep for the night. That's a lot of people, man. Anyways, over the last five years, over the last five years, the city of Portland has spent $280 million to try to solve their homeless problem. Say that one more time. I know some of you did not probably hear me correctly. And that there's still 5,000 homeless people on the streets in Portland. I'm going to do some quick beer math. I was just, I just, I got to do it. I, by the way, the figure was $280 million. On the high end of the 5,000 homeless people in Portland, $280 million over the last five years, they could have given each homeless person $56,000. 56 grand. 
basically, per homeless person for the last five years was spent. And it's gotten worse. It hasn't gotten any better. They clean up one, like, literal quotes from some of these people that are out there doing this crap is they clean up one place and two more pop up. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. $280 million spent of the people of Portland's money on homeless. $56,000 per homeless person. And nothing's been done. Where the hell is the money going? You'd have thought the city learned its lesson, that they can't solve the homeless problem by throwing $50,000 at a homeless guy. But they didn't. No, ladies and gentlemen, it only gets worse. So because of that, I can't believe what I just read, but I just read this number is going to baffle you when I say it. Remember, $280 million, what was it, 56, 54000 per homeless guy? The city currently sp- plans on spending... $250 million a year for the next 10 years. $250 million a year over the next 10 years. That's $50,000. They could pay every homeless person in the city $50,000 a year with that amount of money for the next 10 years. And they think that's going to solve it. And $5 million. Holy shit. Thank you, Charles. $5 million for the police with money earmarked to go in every single direction. And yet the homeless, $250 million while the city burns down. Way to go, Portland. Well, I don't think it's going to come to a surprise when I tell you that there is currently lots of campaigns going on to get Mayor Wheeler currently out of office. People are going around. They're trying to do it. Like, I, I really wish that, like, those figures weren't real figures for the sake of your city. If you don't believe me, ladies and gentlemen, look into it. It is so disgusting to see what's going on. And by the way, you got to remember, Portland is like that liberal utopia, right? Portland is that place. It used to be called like the city of roses. I'm sure it still is, but it definitely doesn't smell like roses anymore. Like there's no way. When I was walking down the street, I mean, one, drugs, do do whatever drugs you want in Portland. I mean, whatever drugs you want, you can do in Portland. I saw people openly shooting up on the side of the street. Like, and not just once or twice, but I mean, like, all over the damn place. It's absolutely disgusting. And those are the people that are getting $250 million. Meanwhile, the cops that are getting, like, Molotovs and explosive fireworks and things like that, they're destructive devices, we'll call them that, thrown at them throughout all this. They get $5 million and being told that they need to learn how to do their job better. Well, Mary Wheeler, I hate to tell you, but it looks like people are fed up of all your And it looks like you're about to get kicked out of office. And I wish you would. What's really sad is um, in a recent poll of Multnomah County, 75% of the people on the street that were polled agreed that the $280 million of the last five years that went towards the homeless population didn't do a thing. 75%. And I would, I would probably venture to say that the other 25% of those people probably looked at it and were like, well, that's silly, right? Like maybe we, we kind of cleaned up this one neighborhood. Businesses are being shut down. Here's another picture of a 7-Eleven. I remember going to the 7-Eleven when I was younger, even when I was in the military, when I was actually old enough to drink and didn't have to hide in parking garages to do so. And I, re- I remember seeing the 7-Eleven and going inside the 7-Eleven. I used to buy freaking, what was it? Uh, Lucky Strikes out of there. Now it's boarded up. And that's on the outskirts of the downtown area. The 7-Eleven is on the outskirts of the downtown area. So it's not even where all the riots and stuff took place, but because of the homeless and everything else that was going on, a 7-Eleven can't even function in that town. And and I'm telling you, man, like you go into 7-Elevens and some of the 
piece. Like you're not expecting very much, but you still go in there and you buy your smokes, you buy your freaking Red Bull or whatever it is, you know, get some Lickies and Chewies, whatever. You don't expect much out of a 7-Eleven, but this one couldn't survive. That's how crappy Portland is. If a 7-Eleven can't survive, do you really think new business owners are going to come down there to half these burnout buildings and be like, oh, man, I would love to invest in this place. I can't wait to move my... Like, Portland is going down the drain. It is going down the drain fast. I think we're going to have to take a road trip. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this information, hit the subscribe button. Don't forget, hit the like button. Do all you want. If you want to find me on Instagram, my tag is angertab, at angertab, A-N-G-E-R-T-A-B. Love you guys. Thanks for stopping in. I'm out of here.